You are listening to SSSN Sip and Girl Talk. I am your host, Quanda Jackson, and joining me today is one of my spiritual sisters, Shamika Jackson Sykes. So why don't you say hello to the people, Shamika? Hello, everybody. And our topic today is going to be a great topic. We normally have Uh, very interesting topics just in general but this one is really something that I think will speak to a lot of different uh, women especially those women that are single moms as well as just single in general so our topic today is surviving as a single mother and a single woman again our topic today is surviving as a single mother and a single woman And Shamika, I have my sip. I have some water that I'm sipping on over here. And I hope you have something, girl, because we are going to dive into this topic. Yes, I have my water as well, and I am ready. (laughs) Okay, okay. So um, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of start a little bit. And um, I just want to kind of let you know how we flow. So, um. This this topic today, again, I'm surviving as a single mother and a single woman, is a topic that I thought about. It uh, actually, when SSSN, when we had our prayer, we we had a prayer. Maybe what it's been about, maybe about five or six months ago, mm-hmm. and I don't yeah. know if you you probably remember it, but one of the we 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 had different topics that we specifically targeted and we prayed we prayed uh different things and different women were assigned to different topics and of course this was one of our topics of prayer was praying for single women and um i thought about i said you know what that would be an excellent topic to address and no better person that I think about that I would like to have this conversation with than you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I remember the prayer though. I remember. Okay. Okay. So I want to ask you though, how long have you actually Mm -hmm. been a single mom? If you can just kind of let our listeners know how long you have had that title. Um, my my kids were three and five when I divorced. So I want to say it's been about 16, 16 years. Wow. Yep. Okay. That that's that's quite some time. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a lot of good stuff to talk about and, and to share and to uh more than likely hopefully help some of our other single moms as well as single women that will be listening to this particular topic. So if if we just continue to move forward, I just want to know what are some uh, of your challenges that you have had being a single mom or, you know, whether it's something that you could possibly be dealing with now or have dealt with in the past. If you can just share some of those challenges with us. Sure. Well, um, over the years, the challenges will be more so day to day, you know, being a single parent. You know, you had to go to work, then you had to come back home, then you mm-hmm. have to do homework, then you have to do cooking. And just the day to day could be so overwhelming that you forget your, or you may let some things slip, you know, through mm-hmm. the cracks. 
Mm -hmm. um, that's early on. Um, as they got older, um, I have boys. Okay. So the discipline became a challenge as they got older because I just didn't know what was the best disciplinary action. Mm -hmm. You know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah, that works when they're little, but when they become, <laughs> you know, the, the middle age, the middle school age, high school age, where they, as the old people say, where they start smelling themselves, <laughs> you know, you, you don't want to, you know, always enforce, you know, physical. Mm -hmm. And so it, that would always be the challenge of, am I making the right decision when I do this or when I do that? You know, do they hear me? How am I coming across? So as the years went by and they got older, that was one of the challenges, you know, being by myself, what should I do? You know, mm -hmm. and I did, you know, even though I was a single parent, their, their dad exists. <laughs> so okay. I would reach out to him, but it just, it would never amount to nothing. And um, so that would just lead me back to square zero. And I just, you know, be frustrated all over again. So prayer was definitely my, um, my go-to. You mm -hmm. know, sometimes God, I couldn't hear what he had to say when I was mad at this, this young man, <laughs> this boy, this mm -hmm. did X, Y, Z. So, but that, 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 you know, over the years, like I said, stuff, yeah, early on the financials, paying for daycare, going to work, you know, that day to day was overwhelming. Um, one of the challenges, but you just got to not beat yourself up about it. You do the best you can and mm -hmm. all else will come, <laughs> all else will come together. And even now you said throughout the year. So even mm -hmm. now my challenge is I want so much for them. So I'm hard on myself at this point. My challenge is not beating me up for their shortcomings, if that makes sense. Because as a parent, you want your child to be, you know, so many things. But, you know, they're going to live their life. You can't live their life for them. So at some point, you have to let go. Mm -hmm. And that's my challenge right now because I want so much for them. But their drive is not where I, where I want their drive to be. So that's my challenge now because, you know, then they're, you know, they're, they're adult age now, 18 to 21. And it's just, it's, it's challenging for me now as a parent, not beating myself up or what I didn't do or how I should have did this. I did the best I could. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I, I actually have been a part of, you know, uh, a lot of your journey with raising your boys and I have, you know, you and I, of course, have had conversations mm -hmm. where, you know, you would kind of tell me about some of the challenges you were having. And, you know, we we prayed about some of them. Some of them, you know, you just you vented or right. even <laughs> just, you know, just having that conversation and just trying to work through some things. And even concerning their father, us having those conversations as well. So just listening to you talk about those challenges it reminded me the importance mm -hmm. of even if you are a single mom having a support system yes so can you touch on your support system and who was there with you or perhaps who was able to kind of help you through those yeah. times when it was a little difficult or challenging I was blessed so so blessed and fortunate to have a mother that was so giving and so key in a part of our lives um my mom was my, my was my right hand although you know she worked long hours it wasn't anything I couldn't ask her to do that she you know wouldn't try to do mm -hmm. um so she she was very a very very big big part of my kids and myself when it came to raising them 
um, when things were tough, when financial finances got hard, no matter how, you know, independent I tried to be, she would always, I don't know, moms know. They don't care what you say, they know. She would always, you know, hey, they got the groceries on sale. You too. They had this on sale and come with bags of groceries and lay it on the porch. I cried myself to sleep, just so thankful, you know, that I didn't have to vocalize or, you know, be in anybody's, you know, soup line or whatever. It's just, mm -hmm. he's always made a way. And my support system was my mom, but there was also, you know, girlfriends that would support each other, other single, you know, moms, we would support each other and, you know, piggyback off each other's ideas, share things, you know, and things like that. But I cannot, <laughs> I cannot tell you how supportive it was to have my mom uh, um, a part of my child, my, my children's growing up and helping me out. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm pretty sure that the boys um, really appreciate it as well. And how was their relationship with your mom? Oh, yeah, that 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 was a very, very strong, you know, grand, grandparent, grandson relationship. They they love they love their grandmother and they still do. You know, <laughs> she's passed, but they still love. And, and, and I'm so grateful that um that they were able to, you know, enjoy her because a lot of kids don't know their grandparents for whatever reason. Um, in my older age, I've learned, I've met a lot of females that just don't get along with their mothers, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's just so unfortunate that that, that relationship is not built when it could be, you know, between yeah. the, the child and their parent and, you know, and, you know, their grandparent. So I'm just mm -hmm. so fortunate that they were able to grow up with memories and, and pictures and gifts. I remember this and I remember that. It just, it, it warms my heart so much just to know that they love their grandmothers as much as I love my mom. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. And I was also, as you were sharing your experience and your boy's experience with your relationship with your mom, of course, I knew your mom and I always thought that she was such a wonderful mother um and you. you know you you and I always used to laugh and joke growing up how your mom used to have you in the kitchen man, <laughs> man. I'd be like Shamika your mama got you <laughs> yes she started me very young yes and you see it pays off you know later on down the line because it took me a little bit longer to uh, start cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when um, we were younger, you know, I have two older brothers and my middle older brother, uh, I would cook at, you know, those younger ages. And he was like, I would die before I eat your cooking. It used to hurt my feelings so bad. But now he asked pretty much, hey, you going to cook that casserole next week? I'm like, oh, really? You trying to die? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we laugh about it. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and I remember I used to tell my mom, Mama, if I'll clean, you know, if you if good you with cooking, <laughs> I don't have to do that, I'm okay, well, I'll do the cleaning, she said, she used to tell me, you would clean, you made sure you do, you would do really well with the cleaning area, as long as you didn't have to cook, yeah, so, yeah, so it just um, really shows you kind of what we gravitate towards, yeah, and, you definitely over the years and you know times that I've had opportunity to to taste your food it really shows the experience you had with well, in thank the kitchen. you thank you Quinda. 
So um, we can definitely give your mom a pat on the back for that. <laughs> yeah, well done. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm sure your boys really appreciate it as well. You know what? They appreciate it now because they don't live with me. I'm an empty nester. They, um, their father came back into their lives literally last year. And um, so they live with their father now. And they often ask me, Mom, you going to cook Sunday? So when they when I was with them and they were living with me, you know, they would take those cooked meals for granted. Now they're begging for them. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's usually how it works. Yeah. We don't, we don't know a good thing until we until don't have it. Yes. I haven't had a vegetable in a week. I'm like, a vegetable? Okay. <laughs> like, what? Are yes. You... Wow. It's cute. Wow. And uh, one thing, too, that I admired about you and I, I don't know if I shared this with you but I guess this is perfect opportunity is to share how you never took advantage of the opportunity to say you know you you didn't want your their father in their lives you know sometimes we know that women can become bitter Mm-hmm. When the dads are not doing what they should do or not voluntarily being there for their children. But once he, their father decided that, you know, he, he wanted to be present. And like you said, this is more recent than anything. I know it was hard for you at first to let go, you know, just out of a natural instinct of the trusting and just making sure that mm-hmm. he had their best interests in mind. But you were really open and you were really supportive of your boys making that transition to be with their dad. So my hat goes off to you concerning that. Thank you. And it was not you right. It wasn't an easy decision. And even now, you know, I try not to dwell on it because I do know that he can give them some things that I can't. I do realize that. Mm -hmm. But it was just a struggle because because he wasn't the father over the years and his shortcomings, but who am I to judge? Maybe something good would come out of it. You know, they can learn a lesson, whether it's good or bad coming out of him, you know, whatever happens, that'll be a lesson, whether it was positive or negative. Mm-hmm. So, and they know the door is always open back home. So there's that. Okay. So do you all have like, since they are currently living with their father do you all have like set dates or set times where you get together to make sure that they know, like, I, I want to make sure that we have this, you know, mom and son time together. Do y'all plan that or how does that usually work? Um, I remember being their age <laughs> <laughs> and I was a female. So by them being males, I know that's like on 10, right? Times 10. Okay. So what I do is, um, I just require them to call me every Sunday. I need to hear your voice on Sunday. I need to know how how things are going. So I just require a phone call on Sunday. You know, after a few weeks or maybe a month, I was like, you know, I feel like cooking dinner. I'll call them over. Hey, y'all come have dinner on, you know, whatever day if I feel like cooking. When they need something, I promise you, I know. (laughs) I get that phone call. But just on on an ongoing communication basis, um, I have them, they, they, they know to call me on Sunday. And okay. also, um, I just recently requested that we, we follow each other on Instagram. 
um, so that I could share little silly things, um, you know, through Instagram. But mm-hmm. they don't understand that that's my way of knowing that they're okay. If I send them something and they respond, then I know they're okay. So that's my clever way. <laughs> You know, and I don't, I don't, I don't lurk on their page or whatever. I just, it's just, I just want to know that you're okay without, you know, cramping their style, if you will, because mm-hmm. I understand. I remember being that age and, you know, wanting to be, have fun and, you know, and be out mm-hmm. in the world. So I don't request too much of their time. I just, don't forget you have a mama, but they mm-hmm. remember when there's a need. Oh, trust me. They remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Definitely. And also, since you and I are not just spiritual sisters, but we are uh, good friends, we've been friends since elementary school. So, of course, we have history together. But I was just uh, thinking along the lines of just the way that you have been there for your boys. You've uh, been so supportive. Uh, pushing them because I know there were times when um, they were having challenges in school and um, you were making sure that you did everything necessary everything (laughs) (laughs) to make sure that you know they had all of the tools they needed in order to graduate yes I guess that would be perfect for us to talk about some of your accomplishments as a single mom well, um, that one was, that's going to be a tough, I guess, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't look at it as accomplishment. You know, when you just do it, you just do it. But yeah, that would be, I guess, the most, the greatest accomplishment, getting two high schoolers that was not, no longer interested in school. Like they mm-hmm. just, I don't know, they got to like the 10th and 11th grade and just didn't care anymore. And I'm like, you got to care. I need, I need two more years. Please give me two more years. You mm-hmm. got to care. And it was just, it was a very nonchalant college was, is a joke, you know, it's just, and it broke my heart, but I said, you know, what you're not going to do is be a statistic, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever I got to do, we're going to do it. So, you know, I was in those teachers faces every day. I was at the school, I was emailing, Hey, did he act up in class? Take the phone, you know, do what you need to do. Because if you don't let the school know what's going on, then they're just going to assume, oh, he's just a waste. You know, they they assume that parents don't care. And then they just, you know, they'll just fail them or do whatever because they feel like you're not a part. So you really have to, you really have to be a part of the schooling. You have to let them know, no, my child is not that what you think he is. He's come from good stock. Mm -hmm. It's just we don't care, but I do. So we got to get him, you know, to where, you know, when, when he does, you know, get, 30 or 27 and he does wake up and decide I want to go to college you don't have to start at getting a GED you know what I'm saying yeah. so I just I wanted you know I want him to gra- I wanted them to graduate and um you know some people were like well that's selfish of you but, but those are people who don't understand you know the whole struggle of the I hate to say it like this you know of the black man it's mm-hmm. this, this already the system is already set up to fail them so the last thing I would want to do is start their life out without even making them graduate, you know, having them graduate from high school. So that just meant the most, the world to me. Mm. And I cried real tears yeah. <laughs> when they crossed the stage. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, that was, yeah, you're right. That was one of my biggest accomplishments. Because <laughs> it was tough. It was, and, and 
it just it's, it was great and they were proud of themselves after the fact but i'm telling you honey i i hate to admit it i done wrote some papers and i had to you know kind of put it like they would write it just hey what he need to do okay we're gonna write this paper what happened in that book okay <laughs> i did whatever necessary any means necessary we was gonna cross that stage we did that yes you did <laughs> yes mm. Wow. Okay. What about, can you think of anything else that you are just proud of or you feel like, you know, God helped you to do whatever or to get where, you know, come from one point to the next during your um, time as a single mom and just making sure that you were doing everything you needed to do so that they could have what they needed. Yes, I'm I'm proud of them. You know, academics is not everything. College is not for everyone. But what I have, what I can be proud of is that I made some very, you know, um, responsible um, individuals, people uh-huh. that, you know, they care. They care about people. Mm-hmm. They're, they're respectable young boys. I don't have any, they've never disrespected me. I know I done made them mad on plenty of occasions. And anything I get was... <sighs> what you do? Did you just breathe? You know, <laughs> they've never disrespected me. Anytime I ask for something, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. So I'm proud that I oh, made some, yeah. some very good, mannerable young men because mm-hmm. these young men now, yeah. they don't really care about life and people. So I, you know, I'm very proud that I did, you know, instill that you know be a decent human being be mm-hmm. you know be be kind to people even though you don't know them just just that <laughs> i'm very proud of that that's awesome that and and i'm a witness so i know <laughs> you know you just not saying that i i've witnessed it and i've seen it for myself thank you that um they are definitely mannerable and um you can tell too that they're they are protective of you yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And I know that um they're uh are very appreciative. Sometimes, you know, we we know growing up we don't always see the big picture, but then later on down the line when we look back Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're like, Wow. And I uh one thing that I realized too and I felt like this is a great topic, hearing it from a perspective of a female, of course, which is you. But um, I'm able to kind of see it from a male standpoint, which is my brother, mm-hmm. you know, who, of course, you know as well. He's a single father. Mm-hmm. And um, men are so different from women. I can just, you know, my mom and I, we were talking today, and it's, it's, it's a big difference in seeing yeah. how, how men raise their children versus single women and I know uh, one of the things of course most men don't have is that nurturing peace Uh, they're usually of course going to be a little bit more hardcore um, a little bit more uh, one track mind I think with women we do a lot we're able to multitask and that's kind of like in us to be able to do this and that and um, with men, it's, it's so different. Like I said, I'm this is my experience and what I've seen and witnessed, you know, looking at women and then, of course, looking at firsthand my brother. Right. And um, I noticed, too, with him, 
he he couldn't have done it without my mom you know and then he's still doing it with the help of my mom mm-hmm. and so it it was kind of like that balance for him like he had to have that woman's touch since you know their mom unfortunately is not active in their lives and so that nurturing touch of course came a little bit from me but more so from my mom and um the other part of that i see as well which is a sad thing is a double standard um one of the things that my brother tried to do multiple times was get food stamps and get you know aid to help out being a Mm. single dad and they continued to deny him Mm. And so we were just like, wow, you know, if it if it was a woman, I'm pretty sure with no problem, you know, she would have been able to um, get food stamps. So it's like you kind of see it and it's not like, you know, he, he didn't yeah. need the additional help because, you know, he he's a single dad. Um, of course, he works, but then he also has a younger child. So he's paying yeah. child support for the younger child and working and trying to provide a roof over their head but couldn't get food stamps wow did they give him a reason why they couldn't do this food they didn't they didn't blatantly say because he was a male did they no of course not okay (laughs) of course not i mean he tried on three different occasions and you know one time they said he made too much yeah like okay but he's paying child support for another child and then on the other occasion when he did it, they said um, that he, I think he didn't, they needed him to send over some documents, with which he did, and they said that they didn't get it, so they closed the case. Mm. So, you know, it's just... Something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the uh, another particular time was he he had actually... He um, hurt his foot. And so he was on short-term disability for a period of time. And he applied, and they still wouldn't give it to him. Wow. I don't really know how that works. Um, I only applied for food stamps uh, one time, and that was just because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, My kids was gone by then, so I don't really know. I did have WIC um, when my kids were in formula age. I did have WIC. That's about the only assistance that I had over the years. And that's because that formula is so expensive. It was. And that was 20 years ago. So I can only imagine how much it is now. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings me to another thought. When you said that, I recall just by us connecting and, of course, being in one another's lives, mm-hmm. how blessed you've always been, how God has allowed you to have careers Yes. Or be in positions where you were able to provide for your boys. Yeah, it was tight though. Even with my career, you know, in the beginning, you're gonna get get paid lower in. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, he just he's made a way. Like on paper, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's no way in the world I could did what I did. You know, if you look at a piece of paper, that's just no. She didn't do that. So God is just amazing. I will say that. As I look back on some stuff, he 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 is definitely my provider. He mm-hmm. is definitely my provider. But yeah, you know, you gotta keep going though. Not working at all with a kid is even tougher, you know, because mm-hmm. the system is 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 just 
in my opinion, I feel like the system is built to fail you. Like they don't want you you to succeed. Mm-hmm. If you make more than you know eight hours, eight dollars an hour, it seems like they don't want to give you like the food stamps or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it just seems. Mm-hmm. But um, there goes back to my mom. My mom has always been a hard worker, so that's all I knew to do was go to work. So I went to work. Yeah, yeah, you definitely followed in your mom's footsteps with that. Yep. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yeah, I didn't work as hard as she did, though. My mom worked like a man, but I I, didn't, <laughs> I worked hard. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that was funny. You said she worked like a man. <laughs> man, shoot. She runs circles around these young folks. Yeah, that this generation is, is definitely... They are a lot different when it comes to work. Yes, the work, the work ethic is just so different. Yeah, but you know they they everybody wants the get rich quick schemes, and everybody's trying to be the 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 social media models, and it's 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 a lot of make believe. You know, I'm not saying that that don't exist, but mm-hmm. everybody can't you know can't profit from it. That's you know true. what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, true. the entrepreneurship, I, I, I get that and I'm for it, but somebody got to go to work <laughs> yeah. for at least yeah. a minute to get, you know, even to get your business off the ground. You got to have a nest egg to get your business flourishing. That's true. But, you know, at the same time, too, as you kind of uh, stated, everybody is not meant to be independent and do their own thing. You know, some, some people are equipped that way and, and some are equipped to um, work for other people and still do it, you know, unto God or in excellence because they make, you know, that company look good based on the way that they work and their work ethic. Correct. And eventually they can evolve into that. So some people can develop into it, but some people mm-hmm. just know. <laughs> yeah, they're content. With you know, with it Correct. being that way, so that is so true. So, how has your experience as a single woman been? Oh, <laughs> I mean, it has its ups and downs. You know, uh, you can. I, I guess I, I don't even want to say if it's a single mo- mom. It's just life. You just take it as it comes. You know, you cry some days, you laugh some days. You know, you're you're up, you're down. You know, I I when you say single mom, I don't even think of myself like that. I just this those are my kids, but you're right, I am a single mom. I just did what needed to be done at at the presented time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I just never looked at myself as a single mom. I don't know, I guess that's a label that I try, you know, I try not to, to go under the labels. So mm-hmm. I never looked at myself as I hardly ever I know I am one, but I don't think I didn't think that as I lived it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is what it is. You know, I mm-hmm. I tried to, you know, even raising them in the beginning when me and my um, ex-husband first divorced, you know, even though we weren't married, I tried to involve him. You know, hey, Makari made the honor roll. His pro- program is Sunday at, I mean, it's Monday at three or something mm-hmm. like that. And he wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. Or if he did show up, it's because a girl he was dating son was there and he was at the program for that child. You know, that kind of stuff. It would backfire. Mm. And it's just like, okay, just because we're not together, we can co-parent. Well, that yes. didn't work. So, uh, you know, but it wasn't because I didn't try. It's just, you know, 
he mm -hmm. just didn't reciprocate me, you know, trying. So mm -hmm. I did become a single parent, but it was by default, you know. And I don't like the way the world is perceiving women, single parent women. Like, they should be, you know, just applauded because they stayed. <laughs> if everybody did what the, well, I want to say single women, single parents. Because mm -hmm. there's, some, there's some men out there that yeah. stayed. Yeah. parents too so you know that person needs to be applauded that stayed but why they gotta look down on the single woman because she decided to stay with her kids like i just don't like this i don't want i don't know because double standard but this this mm -hmm. shallow way of thinking how dare you look down on that person because they decided to raise their kid and the other person left for whatever reason mm -hmm. i just don't like the way I'm I'm seeing them being portrayed in you know the media and on social media and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's it's just like how dare you like, you know your mom most likely was a single parent not not all of them but it's statistically that number is pretty high. Yes, yes. So don't don't come you know looking down on somebody because you decided, you know you didn't want to have kids or whatever the story may be. So now you don't have that story. Now you're better than the other person. Mm -hmm. I just don't like that. It, does, mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me, but I just, as of late, when I say as of late, like within the last couple of months, I'm really noticing the bashing of single single parents. And I'm just like, how dare you? How could you even look down on somebody who's stepping up to the plate to be an adult? <laughs> I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then too, you know, everybody's story is different. Exactly. Well, I tell you one thing, then nobody wake up and say, you know what? I, well, very little. <laughs> yeah. People like, but <laughs> for the most part, People did not choose to say, hey, I want to have this baby and I want to do this all by myself. That just, that's not a common thought process. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so. True. Like you said, it, it may be a few, but it's a, you know, small number versus it being a, a bigger number of those that ended up in that situation and worked through it the best way that they could. The best way they could, yeah. Which is life. Yeah, yeah. And that ties into, you know, the topic that we're saying surviving, you know, it becomes a way of survival and how you deal and handle that situation. So you um of course you you are a single mom, but you're yeah. a single, you're a single woman as well. Yeah. So <laughs> how do how does that work? I mean, how has that been working out for you, um, being a single woman? Well, it just, you know, it just works out. You, in the beginning, when I first divorced, it was a very, I guess, lonely feeling because, you know, I really wanted to be married. But I think that's because, again, society set it up that way where, you know, when we were little, we used to always see the prince in the shining armor, you know, at the end mm -hmm. of the movie, she riding on the horse and they, they go riding around, riding off to the sunset and they live happily ever after. And, you know, you just, you buy into it as a little girl. You want yes. to be somebody princess. You want that, that wedding and that, all of that, blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, but mm -hmm. I do think that that played a big role in a lot of women having expectations in life. I know it's shallow, but it's beautiful. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, as I got older, I started understanding the purpose of life and you just enjoying yourself and living, you know, through your own self and, and just loving you. Mm -hmm. So I had mm -hmm. to, and being a single parent instantly, you know, because I divorced and I instantly became the single mom Mm -hmm. It was very difficult because it was a not it wasn't a lot of time for me. 
Mm. You know, as being a being a wife, being mm -hmm. a mother, doing all of these roles, you forget who you are. You know, so when I divorced, I didn't know who who I was. I didn't know what I liked. I, I'm just used to being Mckeevy's wife, Carter's mom, Kale's mom. Yeah, you know, do this on this. That's so, a good point. Mm -hmm. So when I when I divorced, it took me years. Now, it didn't happen overnight because they were still young. They were three and five. Mm -hmm. So it took me years to develop. But what did you like? So I mastered that now. Myself. <laughs> 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 I enjoy my life to the fullest. Um, I am dating. I do have a friend that I'm dating right now. But... Um, you know, and I don't, I don't want to discredit him, but if he wasn't around, life would still just be great. Because, you know, life is short. You know, mm -hmm. you, you make a decision of what you want your life to be. Mm -hmm. you, do you, you know, what you feed into is what will flourish. If you want to be mad and be mad that he left you and made you a single parent and, you know, you got to do these kids by yourself, then you will be that miserable, sad individual yes but if you say god is good he gonna make a way mm -hmm. my kids are beautiful i am beautiful we got a home you know i got food on the table you whatever you feed into is what will you know what will flourish is what i what i believe and so yes. i learned to just start loving me and when the kids start getting older and start you know doing the, their own thing we did a lot of stuff together though I, I took them to the movies a lot we went out to eat a lot mm -hmm. you know i just love i put my 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 happiness into them mm -hmm. but there there were times when shamika needed shamika too so you know i learned to you know go get my nails done or go to stone mountain because you know money wasn't always there that extra mm -hmm. but you still could find happiness and just taking a walk in the park you know just, you know, taking yourself to dinner, even if it's at Chick-fil-A in the lobby, you know, just your, just me time. You have to figure out what your me time is. And that helped me get through. And once I, once that was fine, you know, I could sit in bed all day and look at a movie, a lifetime movie, honey. That, <laughs> that do me just fine. Sometimes, sometimes I, lifetime movies get a little crazy. But, <laughs> yeah. but just uh, generally speaking, though, you know, it's just, you have to find love within yourself. That's, that's basically that's what I'm saying. True. That is so true. That is definitely something that is very important to really, you know, take a look. Sometimes we do forget who we are. And as women, we get so caught up in, in so many different roles that we don't take the time to focus on us and what we need and what we want and just loving ourselves and just um pampering ourselves and yes. things so that's a great point that you made so thank you so much for for sharing that so tell us about the the you you said that you are dating someone so how has the dating how has the dating experience been as a single woman in um this day and time well dating is difficult um but through my years of dating different types of men, mm -hmm. I've learned so much from each of them. Um, I've been engaged to, and the guy that I was engaged to taught me so much. Um, we, we didn't get married for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. um, but he taught me, I mean, a lot, all of my situations taught me, but this particular guy taught me so much. And he kind of was like my mom when he looked at life. Mm -hmm. It's like, 
a lot of people are worried about, you know, losing or messing up or they don't want to give too much because they don't know if that person going to give, you know, and that's what goes on in this dating world. You know, these, these women, and I'm just generally speaking, so I don't want to offend anybody, mm-hmm. but these women are sitting, you know, he got to have this, he got to have that, he got to spend money, he got to do this, you know, and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. And everybody got these checklists mm-hmm. <laughs> on these, what they got to do. And you're going to miss a good man trying to fill this checklist out because All right now. the way the world is set up, you know, it's not like it was when grandmama was here. You know, yes. us black women making money. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and if you looking for somebody that's going to make less than, uh, more than you, you're going to be looking for a long time, sis. You're going to be looking for a long time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But mm-hmm. if you can provide, I just think the people look at their importance, what's important to them is superficial. Okay. Okay, so... When I um so back to the person that I was dating, he was t- uh, that I was engaged to. He was telling me, "You got to give what you want to receive. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't worry about what they might do or what they will do. God will take care of that. Mm-hmm. If you give them what you want, it'll either be reciprocated or they'll be gone. Mm-hmm. So you can't waste your time worried about. Well, I ain't gonna give too much of this, and I'm gonna do that. You know that that and and I learned." You know, like I said, I learned a lot of stuff, but that right there spoke to me. So when I deal with people, I give them what I want. And you'll be you'll be surprised how quick that just sifts out the bad stuff that, that that's just not worth. It's not about money mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. It's not about money. It's not about flashy cars. It's not about, you know, because once you get that, then what? Yeah. You, life is so simple. You need somebody that cares about you. It cares about your well-being. That's gonna respect in my in my book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's gonna respect you and respect your kids or your family, and just gonna do right by you. If they can do that and you can reciprocate it, and y'all have a good time, you don't want nobody. I don't want nobody boring there because I'm fun. But you know, (laughs) but if if you know if if you can enjoy that person and and they really care about you, genuinely care about you, Mm -hmm. you won. You're winning. And that's what a lot of people are missing out on. Everybody's chasing this social media IG bullcrap. Yes, when yes. you really just need somebody that genuinely is a good person. Mm-hmm. And they might not make, you know, six figures. They won't. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> they might not make six figures. You know, I've dated the six-figure guys. I've dated. So I was blessed to have seen all of this to know, okay, I'm chasing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been there. He got to make money. Got to, uh-uh. You, you're chasing the wrong thing. You need to look at that heart. That's what you need to yes. look at. Yes. So, so with that being said, you know, it's really been fine with me. Of course, I've still had rough ends on the dating, you know, scene or whatever. But it's easy to wean them out. And you don't waste mm-hmm. your time. Like, okay, what's been nice? I'm back to me. I'm mm-hmm. back to doing me. And I'm and me and me, we good over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter, honey. I will take a trip in a minute by myself. Yes, you, know? you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> so yeah, that that's pretty much what it is. But but in me, with the way I see dating, you know, you gotta give it give it a chance. You know, you can tell when that person I'm I'm speaking on a male now because that's what I would be dating. You can tell when a male is, <laughs> you know, is full of it if they just mm-hmm. trying to be a player. You can tell. And I, what I have learned is when, you know, when a man really, really is interested in you, you'll mm-hmm. know it. 
He's going to pursue you. You ain't got to chase him. He's going to call you. He's going to make sure he's going to bring your flowers. He like, you know, you like candy apples. He's going to bring you a candy apple just because you, yeah. you can just pick up on that. And I've spent a lot of time over the years trying to make something that wasn't there, there. Mm. So I've learned to just, just enjoy me and everything else will fall in place. That's great advice. And one thing that really stood out to me that is needs to really be heard is the heart. Like you said, look at the heart of the person. And, and we know in the Bible, of course, that's what God does. He looks at our heart. You know, man, it talks about how man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And if you are around a person long enough, their heart is going to show. Yeah. You know, you're going to know if they're genuine it's pure, yeah. mm-hmm, or if it's a front. And then, you know, you can flip that too, as you were stating with what women are looking for. But you have to be that too. Like you said, how is your heart? You right. Know, are, are you looking for this particular person, but your heart is not in the right place? And so if, if you do get a guy, you know, that's genuine or, or that that's caring and that's providing and doing these things, but your heart is not in the right place, then you can miss out on that opportunity as well. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get what you need. Yep. So that, that was definitely some good advice. <laughs> and, um, it really was. I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm pretty sure our listeners uh, will appreciate it as well. So thank you so much for that information. So if you had to look at this particular scripture that I want to share, which is Psalms 27, and it is Psalms 27, 14. Mm -hmm. So that's um, chapter 27, verse 14. It says, Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. So when you hear that, and I'll read it one more time, wait, and this is in the, let me do it in the, I'd rather do it in the New King James Version. Let me change my version here. So in the the New King James Version, it says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. When you hear that scripture read or when you read it, what comes to your mind or how do you feel about that scripture? I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. You know, um, we're in a microwave society. So everybody wants everything done when they want it done, at the time they want it done, the way they want it done. And, um, over the years, I have I can truly say that um, I had to learn. You do have to wait on him. There's been jobs that's been presented to me that I was like, "Yes, God, that's it. That's the job. That's the job." And he's like, "No, that's not it." I'm like, "Yes, it is." And so somebody else would get it, and then you know, a year later they got laid off. Or <laughs> <laughs> okay, well maybe you were right. Or I'll see them <laughs> in the position and they're miserable. You know, I'm chasing a dollar amount. And sometimes money ain't everything, you know, mm-hmm. the, the higher the dollar in a lot of situations, not all, 
But in a lot of situations, the more money you make, the more stressful the position can be. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely learned that you do have to wait on God. You can't, you can't make that decision by yourself. You should, you should involve him when you're making these, you know, life changing decisions. And um, he just, I always, my prayer is always order my steps. That's always my prayer. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what I have to say. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And, and I think when I, look at this scripture and as I was reading it in in your hearing I was thinking about how it relates to the conversation that we are having about being a single mom and being a single woman for that woman that is ready to be married and it may be difficult you know, sometimes we, we get impatient when we've been waiting. You know, I'm I'm ready to find that that um husband or for him to find me. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, you know, we start to settle. Yes. Or, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we started saying I, I'm not gonna tolerate this or I'm not going to allow this in the beginning but then when we become impatient we start to say okay well you know maybe it's not as bad so maybe I can tolerate these things or put up with it so you know it's it's a reminder that if you just wait like you said if if you know if you're dating this guy and he seems like he's doing everything right saying the right things just be patient and just you know make sure that you're giving him the opportunity to reveal who he truly is. And you're looking at, you know, cause God gives us signs. And so, you know, you're looking at those signs and making sure that it lines up with the, you know, what's good for you versus what may not be so good. So sometimes, you know, we might have to wait a little bit longer and just allow um, God to strengthen us. And so that when the time comes for that marriage or that relationship, you know, that it will manifest itself at the right time if we truly, you know, wait and um, seek God and just allow him to show us and to give us understanding and to give us wisdom. Yeah. And that's, you know, like you said, it really can be in any situation. But, you know, I just really thought about that and just wanted to encourage our listeners um single women as well as a single mom that may be struggling maybe going through a hard time raising their kids just to you know just trust god you know yeah. god will send it, it whether he send the resources you know yeah. he sends us resources or send individuals in our lives to be a blessing to help us out to, yes. to be that support system but um, just to stay encouraged and stay strengthened in that waiting process, because we know the waiting process can be a hard, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a hard place to be sometimes when but we're see, in. That's the thing about the, I'm sorry for cutting you That's off. okay. That's the thing about the waiting process, though, is not necessarily waiting. And that's, I think that's the mistake we all make. It's not waiting. You got to get yourself together. You know, you start dating. Mm-hmm you know, you started getting ready to get married, your whole life is altering too. Mm-hmm. And it's like that adjustment, you know, a lot of a lot of people are not, not ready for that, you know? <laughs> and mm-hmm. say, I want to get married, but you know, you've been in your own space for 
some odd years, mm -hmm. then somebody else is coming in, taking your space, you know, in a male spec perspective. And I'm just going to be, you know, stereotypical. You mm -hmm. know, you ain't trying to pick up no, no pants off the floor. You don't want a toilet seat up. You know, those type of things. You know, I say it candidly, but are you ready for your life to change? You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so waiting is not necessarily waiting. It's like, get your mind right. Like, are mm -hmm. you really, do you really want what you say mm -hmm. you want? That's why God's like, nah, you ain't ready. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't even understand the magnitude of what you're asking for. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> wow, that's a great point. But um, you can definitely, in the process um, of waiting, God gives us an opportunity to, you know, he, he will reveal things to us in that period. and He's preparing you. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yep. That's what the song says. Yep. That's the key. Definitely preparation. Well, thank you so much, my sister, for this conversation. It, it just you you made some great points. I know that um our listeners will truly be able to take some of those nuggets and, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, learn some things and even uh, allow some of the things that you said to become a part of their thought process and, yeah. and even some of the actions and things that they decide to do will be a result of some of the things that you've shared so i appreciate it so much thank you for having me it was really fun <laughs> you are so welcome and thank you so much for listening to sssn sip and girl talk and again i am Quanda jackson your host and i look forward to our next conversation